0: Welcome to Times of Refreshing Podcast. This is Gil Howard Brown, and I'm so glad you could join us today. We trust that you will be greatly blessed and encouraged The peace that passes understanding. I want to read from the book of uh, Philippians, chapter 4, verse 6 to 9, from the King James Version of the Bible. It says, Be careful for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Jesus Christ. Be careful for nothing. Why would God's word suggest that when there is so much in life that we have to care about? There's not a person in this world, rich or poor, famous or infamous, who does not have a care. In fact, I've not met anybody who doesn't have a care. In fact, some people that are very rich uh, have a lot of uh, problems that they have to deal with every day, as do people that are poor. So it's, it's a very human thing. And it, it's almost like asking us to be in denial when everything around us seems to be Totally the opposite. Well, the clue can be found in the latter part of verse 6. God is saying that the answer is fellowship with Him, talking to Him, which is prayer, and being, you know, thanking Him for His goodness and His provision. So it's, it's a relationship where we are learning how to trust Him and be thankful for all that He does and walk in that attitude in the place of worry and anxiety. God already knows what we are going through and what we have need of. He's fully aware of it. There's nothing, in fact, that we can do that surprises God. I mean, He quite frankly knows that I have the capability of messing up because of my humanness. And uh, as much as I strive for perfection and try to be perfect and do things in a a good way. But but yet, um, you know, the only person that's perfect is the one that just died because you know, he's, he, he would never have another moment's problem with his, with his physical body. But uh, unfortunately, as we're living in this imperfect world and we're living around imperfect things and we have an imperfect nature, well, we're going to, you know, things are going to go wrong and we're going to make mistakes and, and do some things. So we really have to depend on him. And uh, the place to be is not to focus on the negative, but to focus on the positive that's to be found in him. It is, it is fellowship, it is in the fellowship with Him that we find the strength and the, the direction we the, that we need. The second key uh, to this dilemma is found in verse 7, and it says, The peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. It is the peace of God that we all desperately need, and, and in God's peace and What we may, you know, term on earth as being peace are two very, very different things. God's God's peace is a perfect peace. And when we get a little bit of God's peace, I mean, it is so overwhelming and so amazing. You know, peace is the opposite of turmoil. So if you're in turmoil, then the thing you need is peace because you can't be in peace and be in turmoil at the same time. Now, you can be in the midst of turmoil, but I always remember the story told about... uh, during the Second World War and the bombing of London, and there was an elderly lady in her late, you know, mid-80s or whatever, late 70s, and, and uh, you know, when the bomb sirens would go off, everybody would run for the bomb shelters, but nobody ever saw her running or at least even trying to walk there and, and you know, never saw her in the bomb shelters. So one day somebody got curious and said, well, ma'am, how come we never ever see you in the bomb shelter? And she said, where are you? She said, well, I'm in my, in my apartment. And I, I'm just I, I'm just sleeping she, they said you sleeping through the bomb raid she said yeah she said I read in the Bible where God neither slumbers nor sleeps and so I figured if he's not slumbering and sleeping I might as well just sleep and trust him and I thought wow you know that that is a, a really good example of just trusting God in the midst of chaos now I mean obviously you know if, if there's a tornado heading your way uh, it would be probably prudent to go down into into your tornado shelter but the point is this, we trust in God at all times. When we leave the house and we drive down the road, we trust in God. We could look at every little danger around the corner. We could fear for everything that's going on. And the Lord is trying to tell us here that we, we can walk in the supernatural place of just living in trust and trusting Him and learning to just yield to, to Him and not allow, allow our thoughts and emotions to get in the way and uh, cause, cause havoc in, in, inside of us he's speaking about an internal peace it's the peace in our hearts that overflows in our minds it's a peace the bible says that passes understanding so it has nothing to do with what's going on in your head there's nothing to do with what you're thinking about it has nothing to do with what you you know what you know is coming up it is so totally different it is a peace in spite of what is going on it's beyond understanding it it it, it uh, goes beyond the mindset and the you know, what's logical in your mind. The logic tells you panic. The logic tells you be fearful. The logic tells you this is the big one. But in your heart, there's such a peace that comes from God. And it's like, wow, this is amazing. It's like, almost like a bubble or like an an immunity. And uh, Paul actually expresses this. He said that I have learned that in whatever state I find myself, I've learned to be independent of it. In other words, I'm I'm not allowing it to to overcome me, but I've learned to trust the Lord and I've learned to lean upon Him and know that He leads me and guides me, takes me wherever wherever He wants me to be. And uh, when He tells me to go somewhere, He means me to get to, to where I'm going and not be overcome in, on the journey. And so we all need that. We need to find it and it's available to us. It is the peace of God. Peace is one of the fruits of the Spirit and God wants us to be able to experience His great and awesome peace Right here on mm-hmm. Earth, it would be great if there was an on-off switch which would allow us to, you know, just turn the turn the world off for a while. But the reality is, we live in this imperfect world every every single day of our lives. We have a perfect God living on the inside of us, and that's what makes the difference. greater is He that is in us than He that's in the world. And so, I mean, it's just amazing if we could just recognize, and you know, come to to realize the the awesomeness of God on the inside of us and just lean upon his anointing every single day and just trusting him, you know, trust in him, we'll find that this life will be not just bearable, but it will be an abundant life. It will be one worth living. And I'm really grateful uh, for the the peace and the joy of the Lord that's on the inside of me. It is his peace that that will make a difference in my life and in your life. But it is a daily practice of letting him rule. I've got to allow this to happen in me. I've got to allow this to take place and I've got to yield myself to it and I've got to place myself in the middle of it and I must not resist it and not go, you know, off on a tangent and just try to, you know, make things happen on my own. But I've really got to learn and it's a practice, Somehow, i practice daily. God's Word commands us in Colossians 3.15 and I'll read from the Amplified. It says, and let the peace, which is soul harmony, which comes from Christ, rule... That is, act as an umpire continually. Act as an umpire continually. That's pretty powerful. Let it rule or act as an umpire continually in your hearts, deciding and settling with finality all the questions that arise in your mind in that peaceful state. So right. God's saying, right in that peaceful state, the peace of God will come and settle with finality the questions that arise in our minds. I, I have several issues and i keep thinking about them and you know if if we don't put those thoughts down they end up like an endless loop just going around and around and around and some people have a particularly hard time at night when you know the, the, all the activity of the day is gone and they're settling down to sleep and the partner's sleeping the you know spouse or, or the kids all asleep and and now all of a sudden they wake they you know wide awake and now the thoughts start to go rampant well, the minute that happens if you give yourself to those thoughts and you allow those thoughts to take over the mind will conjure up all kinds of amazing scenarios and you know people say well the devil told me this well you know that's another story but the point is this that our minds have a lot to do with it our, the way we allow our thoughts to just uh, you know constantly uh, loop around inside in an, in this endless loop of of chaos <laughs> if i can put it that way and, uh, you know, the Bible says we're supposed to, we are to cast down imaginations and everything that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. That's something we have to do. And, and so the Amplified puts it so well. It says, let peace act as the umpire continually. So in other words, the umpire is the one that decides which way the game goes. And so the peace of God has to decide. And I've got to say to myself, in the midst of the turmoil, you know, am I reacting out of my own, you know, fear and anxiety, or am I reacting because there's a, or I'm not reacting because there's a peace of God on the inside of me. It is a state of mind. It is learning how not to allow turmoil to get the upper hand in our minds. It's Peter walking on the water principle. You know, he's he's uh, steps out by faith, Jesus calls him, he steps on the water, storms raging around, the waves are big, but Peter's just walking on the word on and looking at Jesus but all of a sudden he allows his mind to get distracted by the waves and the wind and the, the the awful storm around him and he begins to sink and it's it's really that that's the story that's the story of our lives we've got to focus on Jesus and not allow the circumstances uh, to take over it's the lions den the fiery furnace principle you know the the Hebrew boys in the in I mean, in the, in the fiery furnace and who's there with him, but Jesus, the fourth man. And so he's with us always. The Bible says he'll never leave us nor forsake us. He's there all for us all the time. And, and he says we can call upon him and he will answer us and show us great and mighty things which we know not again. has nothing to do with the mind. Because for every situation we find ourselves in, God has an answer and the provision he always has. God's never caught it, you know, off guard. God's never caught by surprise. There's nothing I can do, uh, fail in, you know, in in this physical realm that that would phase God. I mean, God is fully aware that I'm able and capable of messing up, and so He's given me an amazing provision on the inside and that's called the anointing that lives on the inside. And so we to let God act, God's peace act as the umpire. It decides and settles with finality all questions that arise in our minds. Now, most people will say, "Well, that's easier said than done. How can my mind be at rest when all around me is not?" Well, we take a painkiller to kill pain, don't we? We, you know, we have a headache, so we take a, uh, you know, we take a Tylenol or whatever. And so, take a positive thought to kill a negative one. Let, you know, every time you have a negative thought, look for the positive side of the situation and go with that. I love what somebody once said, he said, you know, if you have a shadow of a doubt, leave the doubt and go with the shadow. So that's more positive than the doubt. (laughs) And I know that's a little cliche, but it's kind of a fun one. And it kind of illustrates the point. And so I have to bombard my mind with enough of the positive to quell the negative. So for every negative that comes my way, I'm going to find one or two or three positive things to think about and get my mind off the negative, because quite frankly, And I've learned this from experience, and you probably have as well, that the longer I focus on the negative, the more negative I become. But the longer I focus on the positive, the more positive I become, and it changes my whole demeanor. Most Christians will blame the devil because of this, uh, you know, this premise that it's an attack of the devil. I mean uh, Christians do this all the time. I'm so attacked by the devil and and you know you often wonder, well what makes them so famous that the devil's after them because, you know, he's not omnipresent, so that means he can't be everywhere at the same time. It's, in, it's impossible. God is, but he isn't. God is om, omniscient. God knows all, but the devil doesn't. So, I mean, the devil's a fallen angel. We've got to realize that. And he has uh, only one third of the, of the angels fell with him. So uh, for every demon, there are two, two angels. I mean, you know, I, I'll go with the two thirds any day, then I'll go with the one third And on top of that, Jesus went, and on the day that he died on on the cross of Calvary, the Bible says he went down into hell, took captivity captive, stripped the devil of his authority, made an open show of him, and he's given us the authority over the evil one. And so don't focus on every negative thing as being an attack of the devil. Because many times it, it may, it may be, it may be, there's a chance that it is. I'm not saying it isn't. But the point is this: that uh, maybe it's an attack of your mind, maybe it's an attack of your head, maybe your head's more of the the devil than you think, and and so don't don't blame the devil for everything. But look look on the inside. In fact, don't be too introspective because then you can just become even more negative. But focus on what God's already promised. He said, "I will see you. I'll you know uh, cause you to make it through to the end. I'll cause you to be an overcomer." He said, I will I will uh, cause you to be prosperous and to be blessed and uh, goodness and mercy will follow you all the days of your life. And yet though you walk through the valley of the shadow of death, you will fear no evil for I'm with you and my rod and my staff comfort you. That's the anointing. And so, you know, we've got to get off this, off this little Christian gig that uh, I'm being attacked by the devil. No, let's be attacked by the presence of God and the glory of God and the joy of the Lord and the peace of God and the life of God and all the wonderful things that God has already made ready for us as you and I as believers. And, and so it is my negative nature that's trying to become the ruler over my life, but I will not allow it to do that. And so that's, the, that's the, the, the decider right there. We have to make the decision every day. I will not allow it to rule over my life. I refuse to allow that negative thing to rule over my life. And when you get that determined, you'll see it'll begin to change your whole demeanor so that you, so that when you go to prayer, it's not that you're praying all the time about all these problems. I mean, as if God doesn't already know that they're there. I mean, he knows everything. So yeah, I'm telling God all about my problems, which the Lord already knows about. But what it's gonna do for me, instead of me focusing on the negative, it's gonna cause me to focus on the joy, the peace, the love, the goodness of God, the mercy of God, the grace of God, the provision of God, and just begin to thank him and worship him until those things come to pass. Glory to God. That's awesome. I mean, if we can just catch hold of that, it's going to change the very nature of our lives. I will feed my mind and my thoughts with God's word and and his promises. I will fill my mind with the blessing, the mercy, the grace grace of God and allow his peace to be the ruler. And let me conclude with this. Philippians 4 verse 8 confirms what I've just said. It says, Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are are of good report, if there be any virtue and if there be any praise, think on these things. That's what the Lord's telling us. It's actually a commandment. He's saying, you know, think on those things that are true, honest, just, pure, lovely, the things that are of a good report, think of those things. So I'm gonna direct my thoughts to those things and rather than think about you know how negative my future could be, I don't have this and so that's gonna affect my future. And you know, if this happens then it's gonna cause that to go wrong, and what if the economy crashes even further, how am I gonna make it? We don't know all those things. That's that's future. God's not a fortune teller and and nor are we, and so We don't know, but we know who holds the future, and in His hands we are safe. And so the Lord is telling us that the key to panic and anxiety and fear is to let the peace reign, and that means I've got to do something about what's going on in my head, and I've got to focus on the true things, the honest things, the just things, the pure things, and the lovely things, and the things of a good report, and focus on the glory and the presence of God. So let me just say this in closing. Don't let your mind dictate to you how you are going to live and how you're going to be. And and we'll end it at that. And I do pray that this has been a blessing to you and that this will really help you to cope with whatever you're going through. God knows and God understands. And if if you're not a Christian and you're not born again and you never received Jesus, your Lord and Savior, and this may sound like a foreign world to you, but I promise you, this is for everyone. This is not an exclusive group god so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son and that whosoever so this belongs to whosoever in the world will open their heart to him and you can do that right now you can just pray this prayer and you can just say uh, as i pray pray after me and say father i come to you in the name of jesus and i just come to you as a sinner lord thank you that jesus died on the cross for my sins that by your shed blood i could be washed as whiter than snow and Lord, I just receive you as my Lord and my Savior and ask you to come on, uh, come into my life and change me on the inside. As your word says, the old things have passed away and all things have become new. I want to live in that newness of life. And so I commit my life to you today. And I thank you that you receive me into the family and I ask you to fill me with your, with your strength and your goodness and your mercy and your grace so that I can live for you every single day of my life. And in Jesus' name, I ask that I thank you right now that you are my Lord and my Savior and I'm your child in Jesus' name, Amen. And if you meant that with all of your heart and sincerely, God's going to reach down and grab a hold of you. But I encourage you to come and just be filled and listen to these uh, podcasts and so that you can just be strengthened on the inside. And if you are a believer and you've been listening to this and you find yourself in turmoil and you don't know what to do and you you're not, you know, you're not sure how to cope, well I'm going to pray for you right now and I'm going to ask the Lord to do a miracle for you. And so, Father, I just pray for everyone listening. Lord, you know exactly what it is that they're facing. You know exactly what it is that they're going through. And you know exactly how to fix that up. And so, Father, I'm asking you in the name of Jesus to do a miracle for them today. Lord, that even right now there would be a stirring in the inside of their hearts. That Lord, there would faith arise to receive the peace of God, to cover them like a blanket. I speak that peace into your mind right now. I speak that peace of God into your thoughts i speak the peace of god into your spirit right now and i speak the hope and 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 faith on the inside of you right now in jesus name lord and i thank you the day that that you raise them up to be powerhouses for you lord full of your glory full of your presence full of your anointing full of your love and your mercy and your grace in jesus mighty name and we thank you for the miracles that you do for everyone lord let a blanket of peace come upon them tonight even as they go to sleep and, and rest, Lord. I thank you that they wake up in, in the morning just feeling so much different, Lord, on the inside, strengthened with might by your Spirit in their inner man, in Jesus' mighty and wonderful name. Amen and amen. And I know God has touched you, God's blessed you, and I encourage you to, to come back uh, on a daily basis and listen to this podcast. And also contact us if, you want, if you'd if you like to share a, a testimony or have a prayer request, send it, send it to contact at revivaltimes.com. You can visit our website at revivaltimes.com. That's www.revivaltimes.com. God bless you richly.